Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here comes Ward Rouse. Oh, it's fantastic! Another moment of genius from James Ward Rouse to give Southampton the lead. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. Hello, and welcome back to a special bonus, well, a summer update episode of In That Number. This week we'll be checking the very latest news, including transfer rumours, and we'll discuss the recent capture of promising Mali international winger Musa Gineppo. Plus we'll go into the fixtures which were released on the 13th of June. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Joining me as always is the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milberton. You can follow us on Twitter at, at RayHunt84 and at Moscow Mush. Follow the show on at Number Podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with us on email, it's in that number podcast at gmail.com. Right then, Kevin, how are you? Missing the football? Um, I am a little bit, but I'm also enjoying the, the time off. Uh, a little bit of a lazy summer. It's nice. Yeah. It's, so you're glad for the break. What's the weather like yeah. over there now? It's very hot and muggy. It's, it's oppressively muggy. It's about 30-something now. Wow. It's about, I don't know, about 22 here. It's quite nice. It's, it's, it's a bit cloudy now, but it was a little bit more sunny this morning. You haven't been suffering for any of that uh, flooding that I've seen on the news, have you? No. No? Not, not here? No, I just saw that, like, yeah, parts of, Eng- parts of England are being flooded. No, not down here. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, what have you been up to? Um, do you know, just the usual. I, I've been missing the football, I have to admit. It's like we're towards the end of the season. I was kind of like hoping for the break, but now it's it's here. I want it back. I just really miss it. Um, and I've been working That's... a lot. I've been doing a lot of night shifts lately. I've actually been working in Pompey Ooh. this last week. Wow, Fairham. 
behind them enemy lines yeah yeah actually on the first night i made made sure i wore my saint shirt (laughs) (laughs) good lad got a few stairs but yeah it was fine it's not quite portsmouth it's it's, it's fair run but yeah it's a pa postcode it's not i mean i I remember walking around like um some estates from fair it's a bit it's a bit like um you know those murals they have in northern ireland so one side is uh pompey the other saints like it's a divided territory isn't it? it is but i mean i like to think of it as as, well, I don't like to think of it. I just always imagine it to be more Portsmouth. Uh, I think it depends which bit you go to. Mm, yeah, possibly, but either way, it's it's not SO. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's listening out in Fairham, let us know. Yeah. This is ITN in that number news. Nice, I like it. <laughs> um, we're we're, we're we're going to the um, the Gineppo and the fixtures in a, in our main feature, but but now I just want to check in with some other news that's been happening since the end of the season, um, and what, what a better place to start than some juicy transfer rumours. Now you like them, Kev? Yeah, my appetite's been whetted. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with Che Adams, who we've been linked with for a while now. Um, during you know in the middle of the week, it looked like this was going to be happening really soon. Um, we had a bid in the region of 10 million rejected in January, um, and I'm hearing different prices banded around from like 14 to 20 million. Which has to be said, though, in today's market, it's a pretty good price for a top goal scorer, and albeit a championship scorer. But he's 22 years old. I think he was Birmingham's top scorer last season and their player of the season. So I can understand why Birmingham are, you know, holding on for such an important player. Um, I just wish Saints would pay it, if I'm honest. But now, I mean, I'm hearing things this week that saying that because they keep up in the price, that Saints could just, you know, walk away from this bid altogether. I mean, I heard this, you know, as early as this morning. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of maybe taking the piss a little bit. Uh, it's sort of like a, a market trader going like, no, no, final price. No. Yeah, but uh, do you not think, like I said, he's 22 years old, player of the season, scored the most goals. You know, how important is he going to be to Birmingham's like Premiership um, push next season? Do you not think in today's market that they can get as much as they can? They should try and get as much as they can for him. Yeah, sure, but I mean, I think they they need to know their price, and if a team's willing to pay it and comes along and says like, yeah, here's the money, then yeah, they should really just sit down and um, talk about the finer details of the contract rather than trying to bump up the price. I mean, if he if he's that good an asset um you know why haven't arsenal come along and offered 25 million from yeah yeah this is true i mean i think saints have valued him at 14 and from what i understand is they won't pay more than that yeah i mean i think it just seems a reasonable price you think but i mean sure you know any more than that is silly money for us because it is a risk and um, there's always a risk when you're you're picking up players abroad or from you know a a lower league there's going to be that risk just think you have to take it because it's what we need. We need a we need a natural goal scorer, and he appears to be that. Yeah, yeah, and he's definitely young enough that I mean, even if he takes a, a season or two to break in and uh, and get used to the, the the pace of the Premier League and the Hasnoogle style, but um, yeah, he'll still have a few good seasons in him before he peaks out. Yeah, absolutely. And no. Liverpool buy him for fifty. Right? Yeah, most probably. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping that it gets done, or you know, we hear more from it in the next coming days because it's like this is why i hate transfer rumors because i just 
there, there doesn't seem to be a lot going on and then you you just like you're reaching out and then nothing happens and it's just like oh it's a waste of time reporting this so i don't normally like to yeah. report on it until it's actually official i know but i mean this isn't just a rumor is it i mean this is there are dealings going on sure and it, this is um, a signing that the saints are understandably very excited about and um yeah i think every saints fan just like come on when you're gonna sign him exactly that's what i'm like especially with no football as well i've got nothing to do over the summer i'm not going on holiday i want this to go <laughs> i want this to happen um and another uh transfer target that i've heard is 21 year old Mainz striker jean-philippe mateta am i saying that right kevin sounds about right yeah okay um th- this is a rumor this is very much a rumor because apparently we were supposed to have put a bid in for 22 million um I- i'm not sure where i heard this rumor um but they're holding out for 30 million <laughs> right okay but then uh-huh. newcastle were sniffing around also so are they welcome to him i don't really know a lot about him and i don't i mean uh, if saints are, are bickering over two or three million for for che adams i can't see them playing uh, paying 30 million quid for this this guy no and is it a plan b quite possibly i mean we've we, there, there are a lot of strikers that are on the you know supposed you know rumor mill but you know if you say adams is number one I don't know where Mateta would be, but yeah, I've I've read about five strikers that they're after this summer. Yeah, five. Wow. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've read a lot of rumours, but um, I haven't seen this one. Um, uh, well, no, I mean, I've seen the one about Mateta, but I mean, what were the other? Do you remember any of the other ones? Well, I mean, strikers use it loosely, but I mean, I, I read, a, I was reading an article on, on Saints marching from this morning, and they were looking at options other than Che Adams you know, who who we could possibly link with. And one of them was um, Adam Ola-Lukman, who we've... He's not really a striker, but, you know, we've been linked with him before. Okay. Um, the other one was... Yeah, the we one did that, talk about him, didn't we? We did, yeah. The other one was the guy that you talked about a lot, um, uh, Jean-Kevin Augustin. Remember talking mm-hmm. about him? Um, yeah. Uh, Kasper Dolberg, the Ajax striker. Um, and then, as I say, the Mateta. Um, and okay. uh, one going back up to the end of last season that we discussed, I think it was the last game of the season, was um, Alexander Mitrovic that we were linked with. Ah, okay. So there's five. Um, whether or not Che Adams is the you know the, the you know the plan A, which we 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 I mean we have to assume that he is because that's the one that's progressed the most. Again, like I said, I don't know where Mateta fits in this, but all those strikers slash wingers could be you know, linked with us. Yeah, I say a lot of the um, transfer rumours are about um, strikers or wingers, because that's where we need to improve. But, but nothing really one. about defenders. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, nothing about defenders. That's why I think that the, the Lookman one will not happen now. There's no substance to that rumour because of um, Musa Gineppo. But yeah, like you, I, I'm a bit... I'm a bit worried that we're not... We're, you know, should we be looking at... Should we be linked with um, defenders more? Yeah, I think so. I think so, because you look at a lot of the players that we were talking about um, getting rid of, um, Cedric Suarez Mm -hmm. and Wesley Hoot and um, and players like that. I mean, I guess the left back or right back. uh, There's rumours that uh, Matt Target's possibly going to go. That's right, yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, I mean, Villa have apparently... uh, just started putting a 10 million bid together for, for Matty. And also, I've heard um, that Liverpool are, on, are after Matt Target. So, you know, Target quite literally has a target on his back. 
Wow, I mean, it's just the Saints shirt, isn't it, if it's for <laughs> Liverpool? Um, but it still has Target on his back. Yeah, so it is worrying. But, uh, and also it's, it's, um, Bertrand. That's a lot of time left. Yeah, um, I've heard all sorts of things um, from Atletico Madrid or Inter Milan. Both even. of them, yeah, I've heard, yeah. Inter and Atletico want to take Ryan Bertrand for around 15 million quid. Really? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But, I'm okay um, with it. Like yeah, I said, I'd be I'm sad okay if it did. With it. I, I would be sad, yeah, sure. But I think now is the right time for Bertrand to go. If they're going to get 15 million quid for him, as long as Hassan has got a plan... You know, he's got a backup. We, he knows what he wants to bring in. Then I'm, I'm okay with letting it happen. I, I, I like, like Matt Target. I just don't want us to have no depth. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, who, who you got covering that position? Um, and that's it. Yeah. That has Premier League experience. No one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's quite a few other um, transfer rumours that have collected up across the last month or so. Yep. Um, yeah. Aside from them to Mateta. Um, have you heard of the 26-year-old Lask Lintz winger Thomas Guajinger? <laughs> no. I'm glad I have, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I imagine the fans would call him Goy Ginger. Um, yeah, five million. Uh, that's, a, that's a transfer rumour. Um, I think we're a wing. Yeah. 26 years old as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Five million I think kid. I think that's just a rumor, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I hope so. I'm not. Buffal. I'm not jumping for joy over that one. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy, but I bet it would be quite fun to hear you pronounce his name every week. So my question is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was brilliant. I think I need that. One <laughs> <you>. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Buffal. Mm. Um, trying to look for a, a team that's willing to buy him on a permanent basis. Um, yeah, Kelta Figo, uh, apparently interested, but 13 million's too steep for them. Yeah. Would we let him go for less? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, what's he got? He didn't have a very good uh, year at Celta Vigo, did he? Um, sort of, I don't know. I think he scored a few goals. But, I, think um, got, I think he got three for a player in his position and, you know... The production that he's supposed to put in, I'd, I wouldn't be very happy with that. So I can see why they didn't want, well, they wouldn't want to pay any more than that. Yeah, and I don't know if all the players that are out on loan uh, that we've signed in the last few years, I think he's the one that you really would want Hasn Hoople to have a look at. at I want him. I, do, I really want him to succeed at Southampton. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, do. I uh, just uh, want him to be that player that we thought we were getting when we signed. Um, I just don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, or is it all those Moroccan fans that say on, on uh, social media, no bouffant, no party? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll prove them right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Sam Gallagher off to Blackburn for five million. Oh, okay. I mean, we 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 talked about this at the end of the season that he could eat, we could and should be going. Um, but I've not heard yeah, anything about I'm, him since. I definitely expect that one to go through. I don't know because so uh, I mean yeah. Sounds about the right price, right team, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Absolutely, had yeah. Had a good season on loan, so yeah. Good for all. I think that would uh, be, um, yeah, be a good one. Good for him, good for Blackburn, good for Saints. Yeah, definitely. Um, Geordie Classy. Um, Geordie Jord- Classy, yeah, that's just a recent one, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I heard he said apparently he has no desire to return to St Mary's. Um, 
As I say, he's been on loan at Feyenoord last season, but Feyenoord are unable to afford his fee. So um, I've heard that um, AZ Alkmaar are interested in taking him. That's right. I don't think we'll get our eight million quid back, but you know, I, I think I'll take a loss for that one, just to get him off the books and just bring in the yeah, players that, 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 that sounds sense. You know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, don't know. Will he feature in that uh, friendly against Feyenoord? They just let him score a hat trick or something. <laughs> um, yeah, um, just a couple of other ones. Uh, Carrillo is another dead weight that we've got to try and uh, move on somehow mm-hmm. um, Lugana has won him on loan but uh, Saints are apparently holding out uh, to try and sell him because I mean he's 28 now yeah yeah he's a big so big transfer record fee. signing yeah I need to get mm. need to get him gone now not on loan yeah so um, on loan yeah the longer he's with the longer he's with us the less he's going to be worth um, yeah, but exactly, apparently yeah. Boca Juniors might be interested oh I'd send him back home yeah might see. Hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, good. I mean, these are all rumours still. Um, and yeah, yeah, apart from that, that weird one about Birch, I thought, you know, some of these rumours have got to be just agents taking the piss with their little sort of secretive um, pseudo yeah. press releases. Um, but yeah, Bertrand to Inter Milan. I, I don't believe that. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, a couple of other um, bits of news. Uh, Gao has actually. Uh, Spoken out. Yep, I heard this. Yeah, in uh, an interview with the Financial Times, uh, I say spoken out, but it's mostly confusion proverbs he was talking in <laughs> uh, about Southampton not being a pig to be fattened and sold. That's right. Yeah, he's treating it as a child. Yeah. My children must believe they cannot depend on the boss. I said to Southampton, I am now your father. He's like playing the Darth Vader on him. Uh, <laughs> but I'm putting you on the right track. You need to feed yourself. Wow. Okay. Is this the sort of owner that, that you want him to be? Um, I don't know. You know, when he comes out with stuff like that, um, I probably... Um, How much of this was lost in translation? That, that is a good question. But, uh, yeah, maybe it's best he does keep quiet. <laughs> keep <Yeah>. quiet. <laughs> Yeah, um, he's not. The, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I mean, you don't want an owner that's just going to go and you know just throw money around willy nilly and destroy clubs like what happened at um, I don't know Leeds. Um, and look what's happened at Newcastle. Um, I, I, but then again, an owner talking shit like that, <laughs> I, I, well, I don't yeah. want that either. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and you know, this this is a club that's making a profit. I mean, last year we made nearly thirty million profit, but. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at our net player spend, it's negative. You know, we've been selling more than we've been buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, what we've been buying hasn't been amazing either. So, yeah, hopefully we can have a first season where we do get some uh, some good acquisitions. I, I, I think it's just a case of whether he wants to he sees Southampton as a business or does he see it as something that he can have success in? Because I think they're going to be different things. He wants to treat it like a business, doing what he's doing, like I say, selling players for... For more than he's buying these players, fine. And then you know, Saints continue to be that feeder club to, you know, to the bigger clubs. Or do we actually want to try and you know have some success, get into Europe? I, you know, it just it, it depends on what sort of a you know approach he ta- he takes with it. We can only really push that a little bit further um, for the European places. I mean, that's going to take um, a lot of investment. Uh, which... Yeah, but does he want to invest that? 
Exactly. It doesn't look like he does want to. Um, But, I mean, this new sponsorship deal, um, uh, I did say that it was worth hundreds of millions of pounds. I might have overstated it a little bit. Um, But, but yeah, it's uh, apparently worth nearly twice the uh, 4.8 million that Virgin were paying. So, I mean, still like 9, 10 million. So, yeah, 9 million a season. Yeah. That's that's still a lot of money. Um, But, yeah, that that was interesting to to look at um, good news though uh, good news or bad news I don't know it depends who for but uh, season tickets have been selling like hotcakes yeah apparently 20,000 have already been sold lowered the prices in certain areas didn't they so, so you could get one for £399 like Itchin Chapel Corner you know but above the um, mega store um, yeah and um, that's the cheapest one and it young, honestly, it had me licking my lips because I thought, ooh. Well, maybe, maybe next season. But, I mean, yeah, for younger people, I mean, it's, it's actually very reasonably priced to go now. So I guess that's going to account for a, a big chunk of it. It's just some um, families going, you know, all together now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's going to be quite difficult to snap up tickets uh, on general sale for some of the uh, more tasty fixtures. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy to just go as and when I as and when I, as and when I can. Um but, I mean, the last game of the season, the Huddersfield game last season, I mean, was £40 for that ticket. And then I'm not comfortable paying £40 for a single match to watch a shit show like that. It's it's just not worth it. But when you work it out with the season ticket, I think it was like that £399 ticket works out at £21 per game. Okay, that's not Yeah, I mean, I'd pay that. Yeah, I'd pay that if, <laughs> yeah. if, uh, if I wouldn't be paying ten times that in the travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, this uh, Saints Fest that's um, uh, coming yeah. up. Um, Saints Fest on the Saturday the 29th. It's a well, just a big fanfare at the stadium. Um, it, it was originally supposed to be for when they launched the new kit, but something's happened with that, so they haven't got a date on. Last time I checked, you know, they had no date for the the kit launch, so that's been delayed. But the Saints Fest is still going on. It's going to be quite a good event. They've got um, a Q&A with Hassan Hurtle. They've got they've got a beach, whether it's indoors or outdoors, I don't know. They've got live music. They've got food outlets. Um, and good stuff for the kids to do. So I'm going to take my little girl. Um, so, yeah, if anyone's going to that, then, yeah, come and say hello, because I'll be there. And I'm going to try and um, get a word with Ralph. That should be good. Oh, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, what... what... How come? How how is the kit launch delayed then? I mean, thought this is all supposed to be the kit. Have they finally realised that it's a pile of shit? <laughs> what the kit or the kit launch? <laughs> <laughs> well, now the kit launch was impressive, but um, yeah, the it kit was. Itself, um, oh. Maybe yeah, maybe they just looked, took some fan feedback and thought, look, this kit's not good. I mean, is it possible now to to change the design and then just like give the fans what they really want? I, mean, I think what you should do is get your daughters to um, draw up their own versions, take that along, and uh, say, "Look, Ralph, we've, we've, Uncle Ralph, we've got a better design. Maybe you can change it." <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So Saints have been forced to announce that the release of their new kit has been delayed. The new Under Armour shirt, the first being sponsored by LD Sports, was due to be available to purchase on June the 28th and celebrated at the Saints Fest uh, the next weekend. Uh, however, the club have confirmed that that won't happen now, um, with no exact reason given or new date currently scheduled. So we, we've got no idea, basically. Yeah, never a dull moment. 
Hopefully they they redesign it and get rid of that stupid black. And the sponsor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, one one thing that um, has been announced is uh, the the friendlies that are coming up. Yeah, there was another um, in a few weeks. Yeah. So there was another preseason game um, announced, and that's um, Preston. So they're travelling to Deepdale to face Preston on Saturday, the twentieth of July. That's not far away, is it? Really, it's pretty damn close. Um, yeah. The preseason fixtures are as follows. They got. <laughs> SCR Altac on Sunday the 14th of July um, and then it's that Preston game on Saturday the 20th of July and then it's Guangzhou on Tuesday the 23rd and then Feyenoord on Sunday the 28th of July you're in Amsterdam then aren't you I will be in Holland uh, for the time wow. of that match so Amsterdam I might to have Rotterdam. to look in that's about 50 miles away um, I think it's about 30 minutes on the train. Oh, okay. Well, Amsterdam to Rotterdam, yeah, about 50, 50 miles. Hour and a half drive, maybe? No, the, the train um, is quite quick, actually. You can get to the stadium within an hour, so I'm, um, I might have to look it? into uh, getting tickets for that. Definitely, definitely, I'm looking into getting tickets. Um, but the tickets for the Altach friendly, they've gone on sale already. I think they went on sale this morning, so a couple of weeks and... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the tickets for the final match should be available but yeah it's a big stadium and um, apparently when we played them a few seasons ago they had nearly a full house at, yeah 2014 the, the wasn't it yeah mm. yeah that was a good match as well um, and then lastly it's the Cologne home game which I am going to go to I will, hey. I will definitely be going to that one so so yeah yeah, it's a funny one. Only one home match. This, so far, this time, but right? are they going to announce any more? I don't know. Five. Is I don't think enough? that. I think there's space for it, is there? No, not I mean, really. Especially with traveling to. I mean, they're going to Macau. They're going to Dublin, aren't they? To um, not to play, but they'll be traveling a lot. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that Cologne game is on Saturday, the third of August. So look, look out for tickets for that one. Um. Is there any more news that you would like to touch on? Well, I do have my international roundup. Yes, you do. Should we hit it? Yeah. I mean, there haven't been many um, Saints in action to actually round up. But um, I'll start off uh, at the beginning, uh, right at the beginning of the month. Uh, Armstrong, uh, he was used as a, a substitute in Scotland's uh, 2-1 win over Cyprus. Um, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, he also came on as a substitute. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, Denmark, they they were they took the lead against Republic of Ireland, but then uh, Shane Duffy scored a, an equaliser right at the death. And that finished 1-1 in Copenhagen, um, and uh, yeah, our captain played a full 90 minutes uh, for Denmark against Georgia, and they thumped them 5-1. Jan Bednarik, um, yeah, he he played the whole match uh, against North Macedonia, and they won that 1-0. Uh, also kept, kept another clean sheet against uh, Israel, where they won 4-0 in Warsaw. So, and, uh, yeah, Poland are just tearing away in their qualifying group. Uh, yeah, uh, Saints superstar Mohamed El Yunusi, <laughs> he was an unused substitute in uh, Norway's 2-0 Shock. away win against <laughs> Faroe Islands. Um, Norway are having a hard time of it. They're fourth in Group F. Um uh, Angus Gunn, he hasn't played for the Young Lions as of yet in um, the, it's the Euro Championships. Yeah, they're out now, aren't 
Uh, are they? I mean, yeah. they, they're all but out. I mean, they lost to um, uh, Romania. Romania, yeah, 4-2. Yeah, I saw it. it was like nil-nil after 76 minutes. Um, so how, how did that happen? Um, I don't know. Goalkeeping error. I'll tell you how it happened. They did, didn't have, yeah, yeah. Angus Gunning go on. He's, go. They've let in six goals. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was after they, they lost 2-1 to France. Yeah, I think um, France are favourites though, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, they'd have to be, wouldn't they? they usually are, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, the only other international action were our African stars, uh, Sofiane Bufal and uh, Moussa Gineppo. Uh Yeah, they'll be playing in the African Cup of Nations. Um, so, yeah, Morocco have got uh, Namibia, Ivory Coast and South Africa in their group. So, yeah, Morocco play Namibia on... Uh, they're playing today, actually. Um, then they're playing Ivory Coast on Friday and uh, Monday the 1st they're, they're playing South Africa um, Mali um, yeah they start tomorrow against Mauritania I'm going to uh, watch that I, I will have to watch I want to see a bit of Gineppo mm, yeah, yeah yeah well I think that opener against Mauritania would probably be a, um, a bit more of a, a, a free flowing game um, yeah then they've got Tunisia on Friday and Angola on Tuesday the 2nd of August so, I mean, look at those fixtures, you think, okay, Tunisia could be tough, but um, yeah, they're there with a chance, aren't they, to get out of the group. Especially if they've got Gineppo, yeah. Yeah. I, I am um, honestly looking forward to seeing him play, so I will, I will take in all the football I can get right now. Hi, I'm Matt Letizier. Thank you for listening to In That Number. Okay, so speaking of Musa Gineppo... The biggest bit of news this off-season is no doubt the signing of 20-year-old... Well, I think he's, well, he's 21 now, just had a birthday. Um, Mali International Moussa Gineppo. Around 15 million quid from Belgian side, uh, Belgian side Standard Liège. Four-year deal. I think it. You know, he officially signs his papers on the 1st of July. That's his official sign date. Um, scored 11 goals last season for Liège and helped them to finish third in the Belgian top flight, thus qualifying for the Europa League. What can we expect from him? Pace and finishing is supposed to be his top attributes. Um, And he's still, you know, he's young enough to develop. And let's face it, we've got the right manager to nurture his his development. And I think he should fit into our system quite nicely with the style that we play. So, um, yeah, so what are your impressions, your first impressions of this signing? Um, Oh, it's difficult to say because I haven't really seen him in in action uh, just just as yet. So, yeah, maybe I should be watching the African Cup of Nations as well. But, yeah, on the one hand, I'm excited, but I'm kind of reserving judgment a little bit until I do see him on the pitch. Good, good, good. Because as as we've seen with signings um, from last season, season before, got these exciting young players that are... Promising to be the next Sadio Mane and, and and whatever and yeah could just go a little bit Elianusi couldn't it but um mm. hoping for the best but um yeah on on the other hand still expect expecting that it might not go away you never know no okay so well I are you expecting him to slot straight into the starting eleven or do you think he's going to be like more sporadic um well I think with uh. With the fixtures we've got, I think we'd probably have to um, stick him straight in. Um, he's obviously going to play nearly all of those um, pre-season games, I think. Um, well, is he though? I, because he's he's in in Africa at the moment. 
Uh, oh, yeah, that's going to be difficult. Well, it depends how far they go, doesn't it? But, uh, exactly, yeah. Well, yeah, we might, so we might not even, you know, you might not be fit enough mm-hmm. after that. I mean, we saw, I'm just saying, because win it. we saw what happened at the start of last season with um, the World Cup players, especially Yoshida. I mean, we didn't use him in pre-season and we didn't use him in the first couple of weeks in the Premier League. So, And they didn't exactly get very far, did they, Japan? No, I mean, the, the Asian Cup, I mean, they got all the way to the final, didn't they? But, I mean, he almost just um, came straight back after that one. But, yeah, the, with the World Cup, that was a weird one. I mean, mm. I think we can just blame Mark Hughes for that, can't we? Okay, that's easy. We usually do anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, if, if Ginefo turns out to be shit, we'll also blame Mark, Mark Hughes as well. <laughs> yeah, he, he uploaded it in the black box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so he's best suited um, on the left. Uh, might, be, but but apparently he can play centre and right. But last season he played every every you know every minute that he played, he was played on the left. So I don't know where people are getting off saying that he can play both sides. I think they're just is it more a case of we we need to play him on the right because of Nathan Redmond? Well, yeah, I mean you, you you've got to assume that he's going to be paired up with Nathan Redmond there. Um, so uh, yeah, and if he's playing that four 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 two 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 that he he likes mm-hmm. to play, then uh, yeah, I mean, again, we'll we'll have to see. But yeah, he's he's supposed to be a more of a left wing player, isn't he? That's it. Yeah. Um, we were actually supposed to have a standard Liège fan on with us to discuss this deal. Um, so I've been in contact with quite a lot of them, and um. All the ones that have contacted me have said they're not really comfortable speaking English. It's not that, you know, it's not their first language. They'd they just be a little bit hesitant, and I thought it might not make a very good podcast. So I've, yeah. just, I've just been in contact. We're not going to do it in French, are we? Yeah, exactly. So I just thought, you know, I've, what, from what I've spoken to via email, um, you know, the, the one person that I spoke to um, most was, the, was the, uh, a, a guy on Instagram who was a Stanley Edge fan. Um, so I, I asked him to okay, so just give me a few a few things of what we can expect from um, Musa Gineppo. Um I, But first, first I asked him how how good he was, um, and he his reply he's got huge potential. I was like okay, and I and I asked him if he's sad to see him leave or you know are you happy to see him take this next step up? You know no, I don't mean any offence by that. Um, and he said yes, he's very sad to see him leave because you know he's only young and we were expecting on we were counting on him next season especially with the fact that they're you know Europa League now and this is the mm. one that I really wanted to know about his best position now can he actually play everywhere and he said yeah he can play everywhere on the attack but is definitely best on the left I asked him if he's good enough to make the starting 11 and he was honest with me and said he didn't really know that many Saints players but he thinks he can be there very soon and I said about Redmond and all that saying you know top top scorer player of the season last year and he's you know Gineppo wants to you know, needs to be playing over there, really. Um, and he, he replied, he said that there's a player in uh, Liège called Maxime Lestienne, um, and he's been one of the league's biggest talents over the last three or four years. And Musa came in and took his place. Cool. So he believes, this is his words, not mine, he believes if he plays up to his potential, then he can win the place of anyone. Um, he believes his best attributes are speed, he's very active, um, and he can quickly eliminate three or four defenders, and he's such a great finisher. So, you know, there you go. Sounds like just what we need. 
Exactly, and it, that's what I'm saying about how he fits into our system. If only he can do be that active and that you know that clinical on the right hand side. Say so eleven goals last season, but all from the left. So yeah, but I will say this though. I mean, Gineppo, it, it seems that no one, anyone that I've been in contact with, I, mean, I must have been in contact with like seven or eight fans via email. Um, standard Liège fans, this is, and not one of them has a bad word to say about him. Uh, and if you look at our, you know, our situation last summer when we let Tadic go, I mean, I, I was happy to see Tadic go. You weren't, you wanted no. to keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we could have done with him now because of the season we really had. Yeah. Um, but I think the fan base was pretty split on Tadic. But it doesn't. It seems that everyone I've spoken to, 100%, don't want Musa. Didn't want Musa Gineppo to leave. Um, so it's all nice things to say about him. Um, it's to say he's still young. This is all positive. I mean, I've never heard so much positive reactions from the home, from the um, you know the fans that we we bought him from. So this is good. And I'm not saying that he's going to take the place of Redmond, but I just what I want to know is is, is are they both going to be able to play? But like I said to you before, like last season, I mean, we we know that Redmond can play in the centre. Yeah. So is that an option that we play Redmond? through the centre and Gineppo on the left that could, could work could that work yeah but I mean then so what are we going to do on the right um Alianusi of course <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so yeah maybe, maybe there's another another winger in no? I mean but that does that mean we're going to switch to a kind of what is it? Yeah, 3-4-3. Three, three. Change the form. I, I just believe that if if Redmond can play through the centre and play very well through the centre and Gineppe can play very well on the left, then, you know, why not try that instead of letting them both fight out for the position? I yeah. I, I think Redmond, with his, with his age and, you know, his experience, he has the, you know, he should be the one to adapt more, you know, just me. Yeah, and so... Um... I definitely hope that Redmond comes back um, fighting the way that he did last season. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like it would be interesting to see the African Cup as well, to see where he fits in in, the, in their sk- uh, scheme. But, you know, is he going to change midway through the game? So, yeah, I know. I, I am excited to actually watch Marley play because I want to see how they utilise him. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be cheering on Mali in the African oh, Cup of Nations. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, for, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen YouTube clips of him, and you know sure, what he's about. He looks shit hot, but he does um, look, yeah. But so did Mohammed. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So I, I like you. I mean, I'm I, I'm not ready to go it all in on him, and I don't want to. You know, I just want to give him the best opportunity to succeed. And I, without yeah, trying to be too and, excited. Um, he, yeah, and I think he sounds like a good match for for Hasan Hootel. I think I think that for him, he's going to be very excited to to, to work with Ralph. It's perfect, isn't it? It seems like he's mm. you know if you could write down a player that you want uh, um, out of Hasan Hootel's style, then he seems to fit the mold. So that's why I'm excited. <laughs> but as I say, end, end of September, end of October, I might be like, oh god, what have we got here? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, my, my question for you is. Um, if this is our only signing this summer, would you be satisfied? Uh, no, of course not. I think the biggest problem that we've got is is the centre centre back. I think we need mm. the defence needs to be straightened out properly. Properly, it needs to be gutted and sorted. And you know, we we still don't know whether Bertrand, Target, uh, Cedric are leaving. Uh, who we assume, but we're not selling anyone. All these players are supposed to be going, but they're not. 
Um, we just need we just need to get rid of them now. Um, and then also we need a natural goal scorer, so we do need to spend the money. I would like to see Che Adams come in, and I, I mean I, I, know, I know it's not my money, but I'd be happy to pay 20 million for him in today's current market. And I want to see, yeah, I want to see some centre backs, and I want to see the full backs finally sorted. Yep, I'm I'm right with you on that one. So I'd be happy with a striker, Gianepo, and fullback if Bertrand goes, and a centre back. That's going to be in the ilk of Van Dyke. That would be nice. <laughs> well, that's definitely uh, that's a very uh, <laughs> high standard you're setting there. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, as you know, the fixtures were released last Thursday. The 13th. was that last Thursday, the thirteenth. Yeah. Um, I won't bore you with all the you know, the full fixture list, but just some key dates. Um, so the first six, so we open up against Burnley away, as I'm sure you're, you're aware, on the 10th. Uh, then a home game against Liverpool. Like Burnley again. Yeah, Burnley again, yeah. Let's get out of the way, get the Turf Moor trip out of the way. Liverpool uh, at home on the 17th, Brighton away on the 24th, um, and then Man United at home on the 31st of August. It's going to close out the month. And then there's an international break, um, and then there's an away trip, on the resumption uh, to Sheffield United, uh, and then Bournemouth at home on the 21st. Uh, Boxing Day, uh, we're away to Chelsea. Tough one on Boxing Day. Um, and then uh, Crystal Palace, are you uh, um, in the country for that one? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be here for, um, I'll definitely be here for the Chelsea and Palace matches. I don't, I don't know about going up to London on Boxing Day, but... Um, no, I'm just thinking... Yeah, like, uh, Palace at home, definitely Palace see at home that. we could do. And also, are you going to be around? Oh, you, I suppose you won't be here on New Year, will you, New Year's Day? No, 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 we normally come here to celebrate. Yeah, sure, there's a Spurs game on the um, on uh, New Year's Day at home. But if you're around, I think maybe we should, you know, sort up, sort out a meet-up for the Crystal Palace game. Maybe get, you know, anyone who wants to come along, we can get a group of us. Um, sure. Do a, do a, uh, an in-that-number meet-up. That would be nice. Pre-game drinks. And then uh, yeah. watch the game and then console ourselves in the pub afterwards. Yep. <laughs> Just have to sweep us up off the street. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that sounds like a good plan. I mean, obviously, it's a good few months away, but yeah. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll sort something out. Um, yeah, and the, the, the cl- our closing fixtures um, quite friendly again, aren't they? Um, what Brighton, Brighton at home, Bournemouth away, and then Sheffield United at home. The last three. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll be safe <laughs> before all of those. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll be safe before Christmas. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and another one to look out for if you're interested is the Liverpool away one is on the 1st of February. I always look out for the Liverpool ones. First thing I do. That is yeah. some of the fixtures. Okay, so that is it for this week. But, you know, before we sign off, Kevin, I have a couple of questions for you. I'm listening. Oh, okay. You're listening. Oh, Fraser Crane. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, right. Would you rather wear a Pompey shirt every day for five years or sleep oh. sleep in a haunted house for ten? Oh, haunted house any day. You take the haunted house for ten years? <laughs> ten years? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. There's no such thing as ghosts, but there is such a thing as Pompey. <laughs> you don't know how haunted this house is. I mean, it could be, like, properly fucking haunted. I'm trying to think of it. It could be, like, The Shining. Are you talking about the Pompey shirt or the house? <laughs> 
just no, I mean, I don't think anything could take away if I had to look at my own body uh, in that shirt. And how am I going to go to Saints matches? Um, no, point, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They're just, Do you know what? just overpowering stench. I, I, I have to take the yeah. Pompey shirt, I'm afraid. What? I don't think I Why? can handle it. What are you afraid of? I couldn't handle living in a haunted house for 10 years. I go crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm such a wimp. I go crazy after one night. So I, I hear spooky voices in your house all the time. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the, that might might be the kids. So. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can handle them, but yeah, no, the the, the Pompey show. I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, and another question, right? Would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi? <laughs> um, oh God, that's a tough one. Um, well, Crou- uh, Crouch is six foot seven, and Messi is five foot six. So I'd be thirteen foot two, or or what? Two foot eight? Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Um, are they equally terrible? Um, well, I I think I'd take the crouch. I'd think I'd be twice. At least you'd be playing. You know, you'd be good at basketball. But you'd be dead of a heart attack in about three years, wouldn't you? Right, well, okay. Well, none of the you know the the, the health risks apply. Ah. Uh, God, you're still a freak. I mean, you wouldn't be allowed on any international flights, would you? Like, who's going to allow a 12-foot man unless you're like, they put you horizontal in the in the hold, in the hold. Um, but God, then... and just living as a hobbit. Like. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess that there are people in this world who do live uh, a relatively ordinary life and are, are little, little people. So um, I'd probably just have to go with um, yeah, being a short ass. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing it. <laughs> you could just imagine, like, yeah, you, I don't know, you're walking into any building. I mean, even if you're you stoop forward and and crawl through, on, or even yeah, on your hands and knees. I mean, it's going to be a tough job to get through. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. So you're going to go with the um, Lionel Messi. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be half the messy. Um, half the messy. Yeah. Okay. Do I get the do I get the footballing skills as well? No. No. If I can have half of Messi's footballing skills, that'd be quite useful as well. That would be quite useful, yeah. Or double the double the crouch. One might argue that's the same as Messi now. <laughs> How can you argue that? <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so next season we've got some great guests lined up. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, our season preview show will be hitting, you know, sooner than you think. And we've got Matt Markstone from the Southampton Delivery coming on. So, and hopefully we'll have more signings and we'll, you know, generally be more optimistic about the season ahead. In the meantime, um, we have set up an in that number Super Six League. So if you would like to join that, drop us a message and I'll give you the code. So yeah, the more the merrier. Get everybody involved on that and. Um, Kev, are we redoing the fantasy football league? Yeah, of course. Our fantasy football league will be back next season. Um, yeah, as soon as um, FPL uh, starts up again, um, we'll set up the league and um, we'll put out the code on and a short link to it on all of our social media channels. Yeah, and make sure you join early enough this this season because last year we had a lot of people that said they, they, they you know they missed the, the deadline and they didn't feel comfortable joining. Including you. No, I did, I did miss the deadline, didn't I? I missed it for about two weeks. Um, yeah. That's why I was bottom, see, because you had a two-week advantage. But, yeah, 
next next season I'll do the same. And but don't forget we've got that rule. Just me and you, Kev. Where we have to have um, three Saints players. Three or four? Was it three or four? Three. Yeah. I think three. I think what we're going to do: a defender, midfielder, and a striker, all of Saints. Um, oh, I think if you if you want an all Saints defence, then I guess you're welcome to it. Why the you? fuck would you want? That? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, Let's say the same of our strike force, to be honest. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll leave it up to uh, up to you. But yeah, any uh, yeah, anything definitely. else? Well, I mean, we do have a new signing, right? So we I'm going to throw down the gauntlet early and oh, say that uh, I did say last <laughs> year that I'm not doing any more of these these chants. But um, what if we only get one signing? Then we only get you get one chance. Do not <laughs> do not miss it. Okay. So you want to do a new Sajinapu um, chant? Yeah, I'm, I'm already brewing one up. Are you? Um, oh. oh, did you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've got a chant in the works as well. <laughs> so when are you going to um, debut this? Is it going well, to be I mean, so, uh, as, um, I don't know. Well, um, do you think you could get one ready by then? Um, I could try. All right. Well, um, let's, let's see if we can... Uh, Scare off the Burnley fan that we've got on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think Gen- the, they should be scared of Geneva. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and on that note, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.